glorify your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here tonight? Amen. Are you excited to see Sister Bruce in the house tonight? Hallelujah. I'm so excited that I have the opportunity to be here tonight. Amen. Let's, yes, let's keep Brother uh, Bruce, our bishop, in prayer that God will just heal his body completely. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I don't think Jesus was a very sick boy. I don't think he was a very sick person. Amen. And we have him living inside of us. Amen. Amen. And we can just ask for healing in his name. Because there's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. And by his stripes, as many of us gentlemen prayed, by his stripes, we are already healed. Amen. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. Let's continue to, to pray for our pastor who's out of town, uh, their family. Pray for those that are recovering that might be sick from COVID and are just out sick in general. Pray for those that are traveling. Amen. We want to remember all those, all our loved ones, all, all of our friends and our coworkers and families. Uh, I, I work for a very large organization, as you know, in Lee Health. And there's a lot of friends and coworkers that have gotten sick. And, and that many prayers from my wife and myself have gone out for them and their prayers. And just imagine the other ones. We get a daily report on some of the sicknesses and stuff. So remember Lee County. We are commi- and I'm going to get into that, commissioned to go and reach Lee County, the city of Palms, Sister Bruce. Hey, man, we are commissioned, and we want... We want them to be healthy. Healthy. We want them to make it to heaven. In Jesus' name, praise God. God is so awesome tonight. He is so amazing tonight. Amen. Let's remember everything that's happening. Uh, the uh, church calendar out there. Let's remember this uh, Sunday services uh, uh, that are at 11. Please come for morning prayer. Amen, that God would bless the service. Let's pray for the speaker this Sunday. Pray that God will bless us all. Amen. Pray that uh, many guests uh, will, will make it here this Sunday. Amen. And pray that you have an opportunity to speak to someone about Jesus this week. Let's remember our tithes and offerings as well, too. There's a basket that will be set up later, and you can also go online and give two. Um, there are uh, many different things uh, that I could speak on this evening, and, and I am so honored that Pastor allowed me to come up here on a Thursday. Um, that would, uh, many things that would pertain to the actual days that we're living in, that are not only happening uh, in this world, but in this state of Florida, and in this city of Fort Myers. And in this church, Apostolic Praise Tabernacle. Amen. And I, but I'd, I'd like tonight not to just speak on one specific topic, but why don't all of them, all a smorgasbord of fashion like, put them all in a bucket or a bowl like you would the ingredients to create a fantastic dish that one would prepare and then to serve it. You see, we are in this country 
We are in the state of Florida. We are in the city of Fort Myers. We are right now sitting in Apostolic Praise Tabernacle. We are here. And we are all praying for our family, our brothers and sisters in Christ, our co-workers, our friends. And at the end result of this recipe that is being mixed up is your life. You, you are here right now. Why? Because God is a God of purpose and not coincidence. Amen. God is a God of purpose and not coincidence. If you have your Bible, if you have your glasses on, if you would look up to the screen, we're going to read a verse uh, in Proverbs 16th chapter. Thank you, Sister Bruce, for your message tonight. You might not think it is one, but it was an awesome message of faith. We appreciate it. Thank you, Sister Leslie and the praise team. Proverbs 16, 69. A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. You may be seated. See, that was painless, right? One scripture. Brother John asked me, uh, do you have a script? I, think, I said, I think I have one scripture, and then I think I gave him five. So we're good. I have a sign in my house. I think I mentioned this before. Uh, it says right there on my desk, I've walked the walk, Navy veteran. I want to be able to say that every day about my walk with Jesus. Every day. And why is that? Because I, I, I believe I'm still walking. I'm still walking in, with Jesus. Psalm 37, 23 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. My prayer is this, God, I know I have to take the steps, but I want you to direct them that I am where I need to be. How many would like that? How many would like to be where God wants you to be? I'm encouraged to realize that it is purpose and not coincidence how we have all come from various parts of the world to be here tonight. And right now, today, our paths have crossed maybe for the first time, or maybe they've crossed again uh, after a number of years, or maybe even just since Sunday. But it's not by happenstance, but it's by design. Never forget that, church. You are here by design, by an order that God has put in place. So I asked myself this question, why did I get the Holy Ghost in Oxnard, California in 1984? Why did I volunteer after I was in the military in Charleston, South Carolina, to help remodel a church down in Beaufort, South Carolina. Beaufort, anybody's been there? Beaufort, South Carolina? Brother Wayne has, that's right, we've talked about that. Why, while I was at a South Carolina Youth Congress, a week later, after I volunteered, I met a girl from Beaufort, South Carolina. Why did, after we got, or right before we got married, my ship moved from Charleston, South Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida. Why did Renee's parents later on in life just happen to move here to South Florida, where we would go and visit their church when we lived up uh, north in the state, and there where we met the Locke family, amen, who has attended the same church as her folks. And there was, there was a uh, relationship created with the Locks that have now lasted over 20 years. Can you believe it's been that long? 
Why did a number of years later we move to Minnesota where it was one of the last places we were wanting to live? I would raise your raise the. I don't want to embarrass her, but uh, is there anyone from Minnesota here tonight? <laughs> Athena Reese, we know her, and we know her her family, and uh, uh, her uncle and aunt are are some of our favorite people. Uh, so uh, Phil and Michelle, so we're glad to have her. So, but this, but see, this kind of goes into the plan I'm talking about tonight. It is not by coincidence that she is here. Tonight. It's not coincidence that you are here tonight. God have a, has a purpose. He's ordering our steps. Why did he put this plan together in my life? Why did we move back to southwest Florida, to the very place we were going to visit her folks? Now, let me tell you that there were just a few of the whys that got me where, and there are many more wheres to answer my whys. Can you believe that our pastor played the drums in that little church in Bonita Springs? And he had a little suit on with a chain that went around. You guys, Matt, you guys remember that. You still got photos of that? Yeah. And he one day would become my pastor, this little guy playing the drums, 15, 16, 17 years old. And, of course, there's even more to the story about how God brought us back to Florida to do his work and, and even directing us right here tonight where we are in the church here. I said all that to tell you a few simple things. God knows you. God directs the steps of a good man, a good woman. He has purpose for you and your life that is not full of coincidences but divine direction. You are here tonight because God has a design plan for you to be here. And as Sister Bruce said earlier, to do his work. You see, I could have told you all the in-betweens, things that went on in my life, but they were just steps I was taking while God was directing. Things like we moved after we got married from one apartment to another. We had Alex, and we had Aaron, and then we bought our first house, and, and then we moved again. You see, those were steps on the path God was directing us. And did I sometimes get hung up on the steps I was taking? Sure, I did. Did sometimes I take the wrong steps? Sure, I did. Did sometimes I have to make a U-turn, stumble, fall once in a while? Sure, I did. But through and through, I understood that God was ordering those steps. And if I started to sway, I knew that all I needed to do was seek him, and he would get me back on track. Anybody, does that remind you of yourself maybe? Thank God for God. Thank God for a praying mom, praying wife, praying husband. Think of how important it was for all of us sitting here in this place tonight for this past year to come from that, but yet to stay on path. It would have been so easy just to give up with all the chaos going on uh, in this world. And, and my friend, unfortunately, I'm not a gloom and doom uh, preacher. I am not. But it might be even look. I might be looking even worse in our near future, as Pastor has mentioned several times. And and we we just we could read the news and see that. It's not prophetic, really, but yet it is. 
because we can read about it. I do not know what your relationship with God has been over the last 10 months, but I've mentioned this before, that I have grown closer to God. I, I know, uh, and I know that now is not the time to let our spiritual guard down just because we made it through 10 months. Just because we made it through. So today is the time. Now is the time to be honest with ourselves and open-minded about our lives and where we are headed. Headed, Where we are going. Where are our steps bringing us? Church, we can't lose sight of our goal, and that is heaven. That is heaven. How many of us wake up in the morning thinking about heaven? Is heaven on our mind? How many of us can say, I talked to somebody today about Jesus, or I prayed for someone today? I, I try my hardest every day to sneak in somewhere in a conversation with somebody, Jesus. How is your sister doing today? I talked to somebody. We're, Renee and I want to know we're praying for her in that. How is that going? While I was up in Minnesota recently, Renee and I were upstairs working at our friend's house, uh, we worked. We were able and we were blessed to work from home while we went up there to visit. And uh, and she had to go downstairs to a Zoom meeting because she is on a Zoom meeting. And and actually, we both are very loud when we talk. So so she's downstairs. The next thing I hear is her praying in the Zoom meeting for one of the other supervisors. You think what? You can pray in a Zoom meeting? Sure, you can. You can pray anywhere. Amen. And speaking of Zoom meetings, we have grow groups on Tuesday night. Had to put a little plug in there at 7.15. Join. We had an awesome time these last two weeks, so, so it was good. But, yes, wherever the need is, we need to be ready to fulfill that need. You see, we have so many outside forces and wor uh, worldly and spiritually pressing in on us sometimes that we forget that God, it can make us forget that God is still ordering our steps. One thing this world and the devil have in common, they both want your mind off of heaven. They don't want you thinking about it, dwelling on it, reading about it, talking about it. They don't want it. When's the last time you saw a commercial, we want you to go to heaven? I heard one on the radio, if you're not on a Christian channel, I mean. There are so many distractions right now, and can I mention the, obviously, uh, the obvious one, the presidency. How long has that been going on? For over four years, and it's still going on now. How many social media posts and news outlets are showing the division of our country? Do you think they're trying to pull us together? No, they're not. God wants us to follow him, but there is an enemy, the devil, who is doing everything he can to make us choose anything else but God. The Bible says the enemy seeks to steal and to kill and to destroy. And believe me, he is well prepared. Amen. And we need to be as well. There is a cosmic war happening. And we are the battlefield, Sister Lisa. We are. We, we are here. We are fighting this battle. How many spiritual battles just seem to pop up out of nowhere, distracting us from following the Lord? Ephesians 6, 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
we must not get distracted spiritually in our walk with the Lord. Peter took his eyes off of Jesus several times to do battle with an opposing force. And as we know and we read, the results were disastrous. Church, this year we need to be willing to do what needs to be done, beginning with prayer and persistence. Our mission hasn't changed. We are here to win the lost, to stay saved. Let me say this. You know me, I like being simple. Do what God's purpose is for you. And that purpose tonight is to do you. And I'll explain that. I saw a cute saying uh, a week or two ago, a couple, a few weeks ago maybe. Be the person your dog thinks you are. Man, they just love you, don't they? They come home, they're waiting for you there. Yeah, sometimes they make mistakes, but yeah, they, they love you. They think you're the greatest in the world, Brother Andy. They do. Let me go a step further. Be the person that you would look up to. To do you is to be the person you'd want to look up to. And that is to fulfill the purpose that God has for you. He has whipped up all the ingredients. Remember I talked about those earlier in, of your life and put you where you are today with a purpose. Our purpose, as it was uh, said earlier by Sister Bruce, is revival in this city. It's to reach the lost, to go forward, to keep on keeping on, to strengthen each other in the time of needs. I, I love our house. It's a, it's a nice house. Some of you have been there. Some of you haven't. You are welcome to come over anytime. So we have a pretty good size master bathroom with a huge tub. But my favorite part is the walk-in shower. Yes, I, I love our bathroom. The rest of the house is okay. I have a great job where I get paid for doing something I love. But you know what? Those are not my purpose in life. God is doing a hundred different things in our lives, all directed and designed by him so that we can fulfill our purpose, which is to fulfill his. The Bible says in 1 Peter that God will make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Whatever it is we go through, Sister Bruce, whatever it is we're going through, whether it's job-related or health-related, family-related, God will keep you. I, I think I know most of you here this evening, but do I really know you? Are you fulfilling God's purpose by fulfilling your purpose to reach the lost? Have you become so distracted by everything that has gone on in the last 10 months? Have you done that? Well, I'm going to give you some good news. Join the crowd. It's easy to do. It's easy to get your eyes fixed fixated on something out there in the world that's blown up in your face that we can't look away from sometimes. It's there. We are all guilty of that. I am not saying that we don't do that from time to time. But now is the time to stop sinking and reach our hand back out to Jesus and bring our focus back on him and not on us. Jesus was standing right in front of Peter. Peter was standing there, right there. Jesus was right in front of him, but he still started to sink. He was no more than just a few meters away, and he still started 
to sink. Be careful that when you should be looking at Jesus, you don't become distracted by the waves and the winds. When we got up this morning, on, are our thoughts on his purpose for our lives? Matthew 28, 19 says this, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. And that name, as Pastor put this Sunday so beautifully, is Jesus. I believe it was this Sunday. could have been. It was this Sunday, as you say. But it's Jesus. We know that. If you're here tonight and you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, you can be baptized in the name of Jesus. Every time we come into the front foyer of this church, we are reminded of this great commission to go and make disciples. Our purpose, our life's purpose, our walk with God is to reach the lost. That church is the divine direction God is ordering us toward. Now, before you think I'm going all out and weird and nothing else matters in life, amen, it does. Those are our steps. God is ordering everything we do in our lives, our prayer life, our praising, our worship, our everything in that. He is ordering that. He is building us up, the stronger. How many people measure your steps every day, right? You're not only, me you're measuring that to kind of get on a health, a health, not a health trip, but you're taking a trip, so I guess it is. It's going to make you stronger. Our steps that we're doing are making us stronger. I'm not saying that we don't have to do the in-between stuff. I mean, that, we, that, that stuff doesn't matter. Amen. I'm saying don't get so focused on the steps we are taking that we forget the direction God's leading us. Now, you, it, this might make some of you cringe a little bit, and don't throw anything at me. But I have come across people that are just no good. They're just, you just can't even talk to them. You can't do anything around them it, it, because they are so spiritually minded. And I'm, I'm, I know that sounds in a bad way. I'm saying that. How can you be too spiritually minded? But there is that phrase, so spiritually minded, no no, no earthly good, something like that, what I'm saying. Because I, 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 because I was related to one. And it was, what it is, it was a bad witness when, when you neglected your family around you. And you would concentrate everything, everything, every second. Or, that's okay, because it says pray without ceasing. And I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole. But what I'm seizing or ceasing... But you got to understand that when you have people around you that aren't full of God and when you neglect them because you're going to do something or you're going to do something else and you hurt them, you are hurting them. And so that's why Paul talks about a balance in, in the church, a balance in the spirit with the world. And I'm saying that everything we do, all our steps are ordered to God and we are growing stronger and stronger when we take these steps that God is leading us. I'm super excited to be part of great things that are going to be happening in our community this year. I'm excited about that. I believe this year is going to be awesome. 
it, it is going to be wonderful. And I want to be there. I want to be there for the lost. I want to be there. I want to reach my neighbor. I want to reach my coworker. I want to reach my, my friends. I want to reach them. And I want to be, I want to be so focused on Jesus that I fulfill his purpose in my life, if that makes sense. I hope it does. I don't have a crystal ball, but I, be, I believe that we have all gone through it this past year. And I believe that it can make us grow stronger and closer to the Lord. Some of us have lost jobs. Some of us have gone without things that we used to have. We've been told to do things we've never done before. We have seen others suffer. We have suffered. We have lost loved ones. And we have lost some friends. And we are also still holding out hope and praying for our friends and our loved ones. What a great testimony it is that through everything we all have gone through, that we still fulfill God's purpose in us by doing his work in the kingdom. It's no time to sit on our laurels. It's no time to stop reaching out. Some of us might say, but, but I look around, I don't, don't see the people that used to be here over a year ago or a year ago. Church seems a little different. Not sure what to do. Well, let me, let me say this. Uh, Sister Pearl and I, are, I have been blessed and some of you others that are on the music team and that the media have been blessed to make it to every service in the last year that we've been in town to make. And when we went strictly streaming, we were here and we, we did that. And then when we came back, we were here and doing that. So I just want to let you know and comfort you that we're doing okay. The church is doing okay. We're doing good. You guys are doing great. We're doing good. The leadership in our church is phenomenal, and, and, and everything that has been happening is for a divine purpose. I thank God that most of us haven't missed church, and, and that, that the, um, this sickness has not just spread through like wildfire, like we have heard reports from other churches around the nation. I appreciate that, that everybody is doing what they can to help and to assist. I cannot stand up here and tell you what to do in your own walk with the Lord. I can't, I cannot do that. Amen. I don't have the power. Amen. And God didn't, God gave us free will. We can, we can do what we want to do. God gives us that ability. That's why we don't have these uh, antennas or hats on our heads and God's controlling us like a little robot because we, we have our free will. We can do, we read what we do, we pray and we do what God wants us to do. And we do what we feel like God wants us to do. So I cannot stand up here and tell you what to do. Because your walk is your walk with the Lord. Amen. Um, I'm already at the point where I call the magicians. Is there any magicians up here? Musicians? Yes, please, Sister Leslie. This is my first time ever being behind a mic, so I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. I can only tell you to please have a walk. To please have a walk with the Lord. 
allow him to direct your steps every day. If you have found yourself unbalanced where your steps are getting in the way of your path, you need to reevaluate your walk with the Lord. In the first couple of months of COVID, do you remember we had a missionary here? I think he might have been our last missionary. And he preached making Jesus king in your life again. Making Jesus king. And I went home and I started praying and I started thinking about that. And I realized that, that I might be at a point where the potential was there that I could get caught up in everything in life. Because it was at a, that was pretty much at the beginning. It was rising up. Um, in life and, and, and not keep Jesus first in my life like I really should. Maybe I need to reevaluate myself. Maybe I'm not putting Jesus, making him king first in my life. And that's why when I said earlier that I had grown closer with God, because I knew then I needed to make sure my focus was still on Jesus. Was I on a burning path to hell? No, I don't think I was but I realized that my priorities might have shifted a little bit and the daily steps I were taking were not necessarily where they should be. We have all gone through hell in one way or the other over this last or this past year, some worse than others, but we have all gone through it. I mentioned uh, Minnesota before. Our friend Renee Carl has gone through a tough time these past several months and, and, and her husband, um, the pastor of the church there has been in the hospital since the, right around right around the day after Thanksgiving, about that time, as a result of, of COVID. Five of those weeks, he was in a coma. And we have seen God not only touch Brother Carl up there, but touch Sister Carl as well. We have seen God literally hold her up and give her strength over this time. With everything she has gone through, her husband in the hospital, she even had COVID herself and had to be quarantined in her house by herself when her husband was sitting in ICU or laying in ICU. Yet she still was able to continue to make, make it to the church services once the quarantine was handled. And, of course, as a pastor's wife, we're able to attend to any of the affairs of the church that needed attention. Yes, through it all, she had managed to continue in Christ. And I, I want to bring you, it's because of this, and, and, and I have talked to her about this, it's because her steps have been ordered by God. That all the places in her life that she had been walking and walking the walk and her wise and the places she has been and her relations she has built has created a support system, excuse me, of friends and family and ministers and ministers' wives from around this country. Her steps have been ordered by God. And I am certain that I could ask everyone here to stand up and go around this room and hear story after story of how your steps have been ordered by God. Everything that you've experienced, the hardship, the good times, the blessings, and the trials that you've walked through have brought you here tonight. And it's not by coincidence that you are here, but by divine order so that you could fulfill God's purpose in your life. I could, we could hear many stories. Not only just of you, but friends, loved ones. I've met, I've met people over the last several months that have lost both set of grandparents. A parent, a child, a husband or a wife. 
So let me be clear before I close tonight about the word purpose. I am specifically using it tonight in reference to God's plan for us to win the lost. He gave us a commission or a, a purpose to go out and reach this world. Besides our own salvation, our family salvation, I believe it's, there's no greater mission than to bring people to Christ for salvation. It's hard to say that one verse in the Bible is greater than any other. And I know I was looking through the Bible and looking up scriptures and trying to find that, that Jesus did say about the commandments that the first commandment was the greatest commandment. I understand that. But is repentance more important than the baptism or baptism more important than the initial gift of the Holy Ghost? We know that each has its purpose in salvation. But then what? What is our purpose once we are saved? Is it prayer? Is it giving God praise? Is it reading the scripture? Is it coming to a church building once or twice a week? Ties are offering. See, prayer, praise, reading scriptures, gathering with the saints are all so important to keep our relationship with God strong and faithful. They are there because that are the, that's, those are the steps that we are taking in our walk with God. In fact, the Bible tells us to do all these things and to continually do them. But Jesus commissioned us with one of the most important jobs that we will ever have, and that is to reach the lost, to win the lost, to bring the lost to Christ. In fact, in four different verses, he laid out the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19, Mark 16, 16, Luke 24, 47, and Acts 1 and 8. And if you didn't know that the Great Commission was in more than just Matthew 28, 19, amen. Look those scriptures up and read that and see how God has put them in our lives. Let's stand tonight. <clears throat> Have you ever heard of an Olympian, an, you know, Olympic medalist, or not a medalist because they haven't gone, but an Olympian training for the Olympics? I believe there's one coming up soon. But have you ever heard of an Olympian, Brother Richard, just working hard every day, pumping iron, running as fast as they can, uh, throwing the arch, uh, the, the arrow, shooting the arrow up, whatever it is, wrestling, swimming, pole vaulting. Have you ever heard of an Olympian giving everything they have to their sport and then right before the game starts decide to volunteer, voluntarily quit? Just give up. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That would be like Christians praying and praising God, reading the word, coming to church, and then not being a witness to this lost world, not fulfilling the Great Commission. I truly believe that everything we do are steps ordered by God so that we can make disciples of man, that we can fulfill the Great Commission. What a testimony it would be that we have revival after this last year. I mean, we want revival no matter what. We want to see the lost come into the church. But what a testimony that would be, that we fought through it all, that even though we have gone through stuff that's so bad, that we were able to stick it out and to go forward and reach the lost and go downtown like we're going to do a prayer walk and talk to somebody and pray with somebody, whether it's in person or on a, meet, a Zoom meeting, virtually or through Facebook or through whatever you, means of social media. If you do that kind of stuff, just pray for them. Let our voice be known. What a great testimony that would be.
Church, we can do it. You can do it. Never forget that your steps and your purpose are ordered by God. Why don't we love him right now? Lord, we love you, God. We appreciate you so much, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I love you, God. Lord, God, let me that fire, God. Lord, help me, God, in the name of Jesus.
thank you, Jesus. Lord, I love you, Jesus. You might not believe this, but Sister Pearl and myself were once afraid to talk to people, to get out of our comfort zones. Amen. I know Brother Khan and Brother Mormano, you, you're shocked at that. I know you are. It, it, it's, you know, God, living for, let me just put it out in the line. Living for Jesus is not easy. You, you, you know that. It is not easy. Amen. It is not easy. If you, if, if God's not ordering your steps, it's easy. Oh, yeah, you just do what you want to do. Just do that. But look, you can look around you. This is a witness here. We are living the true word of God. We have the Holy Ghost. Amen. We have been baptized in the only name under heaven, given among men, whereby we must be saved. It is, it is tough. And so I know reaching out and talking to somebody could be out of your comfort zone to do that. I understand that. Amen. But the Holy Ghost is our comforter. Why did he send that? Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost come upon you. To what? To be witnesses. Amen. So I do this. God, help me talk to somebody today. Give me the strength. Give me the boldness. Give me the courage. Amen. And God will bless you and help you. I love every one of you. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. God bless you. Amen. We'll see you Sunday. It's good to see you, Sister Bruce. Thing the Lord did show me. 